1: Learn more at Marines dot com.
2: Hello. What is up everybody
0: and welcome to high and tight uh that is our uk edition the uk edition that is our special opening for this week uh we're not going to have a traditional show uh we do have an interview coming up with uh newtown head coach ian thosen uh we want to thank him he came on with us last week uh but the reason we played that music and the reason we're not here this week
2: is because pete is going to england i am cheerio first time he's ever (laughs) First time leaving the country? No, no, I've left the country before. First time going to Europe, though. First time going to Europe. Yeah. Okay. Nice seven and a half hour flight. Yeah. Uh, Leaving Friday before the wedding's actually the day that this podcast will be released. It's a Tuesday night. So when you listen to this podcast,
0: Pete is already in England. He's uh, driving on either side of the road. He's drinking uh, room temp beers. Uh, Actually, I've always really enjoyed going to England. Are you in London? Are you countryside? Where are you? We're in
2: London for... Two days Yeah And um, Then we're cut, We're in some cottage And I honestly can't tell you I, All my other friends are, are planning the entire trip Like they we got itineraries And Airbnb set up And what we're doing We're doing something called Like a, a roast Or a roost On Sunday Where it's basically like brunch But with just meat Yeah So I, I, I Look don't get me wrong I'm excited uh, awesome. I'm excited to be there uh, You know I'm happy for my buddy Who's getting married um, Just Just be honest not the biggest fan of flight um yeah seven and a half hour flight I, i'm gonna have to listen to a lot of episodes of high and tight um <laughs> to get me through it to be honest with I you i have to
0: say traveling by plane is much easier now because everyone's got a tv you have a tv in your seat i mean yeah right in front of you, you i mean i'm gonna throw a couple
2: of movies on uh throw a couple of movies on my laptop just in case there's nothing you know there i have a go. couple of go-to movies that i like to watch you know yeah. big mcu guy uh, you know i saw Endgame twice this weekend or sorry by the time you guys are listening to this I saw it opening day, and then two days later. Well, uh, I, I have to ask ago. you:
0: Did you see all the all the? Avengers? I've seen all twenty-two movies. You saw all twenty-two. I've seen. I, I own.
2: I, I, own I, I own. Sorry, I've seen all twenty-two. I own twenty of them. Captain Marvel and Endgame haven't. Because someone said yet. to me,
0: "Can you imagine seeing all of them?" I go, "I think Pete has seen I all ha, of them." I own yeah. all of them.
2: I don't yeah. know if I could sit and watch them all in a row. Sure. There, there were marathons and all people did it. All in a row. It's like a Pe- week. Yeah, <laughs> people, people did it. People did it. Movie theaters hosted oh God. Hosted um, all 22 movies leading into Endgame. Yeah. I, I read a guy's story, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. I'd rather That's do this a from lot. the comfort on my couch and sleep, and I would skip a handful of them. Yeah, I, I would imagine. But anyway, so we'll anyway. Throw, we're going to throw it <laughs> to the interview. I'm in England. Um, we're going to talk a little bit when we get back from the interview, just kind of what the future holds for us. So,
0: Okay. Here's our interview with uh, Newtown coach Ian Thelson. All right, we are joined now by Newtown head coach Ian Thoson on High and Tight. Uh, coach, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for jumping on with us. Uh,
0: great start Thank you. Great start to the season by you guys. Um, I mean, you are just pounding out runs right now. T- tell us about your offense and, and what's going well for you. I mean, you scored 82 runs in the first 10 games.
1: Yeah, I mean we're we're playing very well. These kids, you know, they worked hard in the off season and it, it's showing now. You know, last year we had a good offense as well. We lost a few guys, obviously, our seniors graduated. And we had a lot of question marks coming into the season. Um you know, we knew that we, we had some talent coming up. Um but you know, with, with the young teams you just never know sometimes in a short season, but they've been stepping it up. You know, offensively from 1 through 9, we can hit 1 through 9 and that's what that's what I'm happy with.
0: Have you seen an improvement? You, you this is your second season, right? Uh, Third season. This is my third season. Third, third season. season. So yep. have you seen the the program, you know, Build, Build, uh, the last three years that you've been there? Oh, definitely,
1: definitely. I mean, we had, you know, in the beginning of the season, it's always tough with tryouts and everything. We had about 85 kids trying out.
0: Wow. wow. You know,
1: uh, each season. Yeah, and it's a lot of kids, you know, for three levels. But, you know, we preach development at the younger levels in this program. And like I guess that was a lot of numbers and a lot of kids trying out. Uh, we get some talent there, which is a good thing.
0: And have you started to tie it into the youth programs in town and everything and sort of build up so when they get, when they get to the high yeah. school they're kind yeah. of in step? Yeah.
1: Exactly. I mean, we're having tomorrow night I have a practice stands night, which I like to get all the kids to come to the game. They take the field. You know, for our anthem, they run the bases after. I like to get, the you know, the community and the kids involved. You know, because I tell these kids, our high school guys all the time, and I tell them, you know, you're representing the town too playing here. And I said, these kids look at you like the big leagues, you know. Yeah. And a lot of these – still when they're growing up in the town – you know before I was here when they were 8 nine, ten years old they were looking up the high school kids big league as well so they've been to that spot before
2: yeah how did it, uh, how was it taking over um, a program like Newtown um, we mentioned before we jumped on but we'll bring it again you were an assistant at Wilton uh, under Tim yeah. Egan for a long time how is it coming from you know i would say an fcac rich baseball program and and you know by the time you were in your last couple of years at Wilton, I mean, they were contending for FCI championships every year. Yeah, every won year. one for the first right. time in in twenty years while you were there. Right, twenty, yep. yeah, that, yeah, that's how math works. You know, to go to a, a program like Newtown, who may you know has never won a state title, is always kind of at the top right. of the SWCs, but now you're taking over a program now trying to win state championships. How was that transformation? Yeah,
1: I mean, it was it was a big transformation. You know, I've, I've been coaching a long time and. You know, I learned a lot from Coach Egan playing over in Wilton and obviously coaching with him on his staff. Um, so learning a lot from them helped it with the transition. You know, Wilton was always rich, you know, in, in baseball talent. The FCIAC is too. Um, and I wasn't really familiar with the SWC, obviously, coaching in the FCIAC. I mean, we, we played some of the non-conference teams, and they were always competitive. They were always good. But uh, going over to Newtown, I mean, they've always had a, a good baseball program as well. You know, and our goal year in and year out, and I tell these kids too, is, you know, obviously we want to we get the state tournament, make a run, and, and, and get an SWC tournament, and make a run as well, and hopefully win both. That's what we're trying to do.
0: 85 kids is a lot. Uh, I mean, we're talking to some other programs that were, where they're, try, they're struggling to get 20 kids out for their teams. Uh, how many kids play in the youth programs? Like, what? how does it work in Newtown? Is, do they have house leagues that are just for kids in Newtown, or do they travel? Mm-hmm. Like...
1: Yeah, they have. They have. I mean, I'm coaching my son's team now, who's seven. They start when they're off four and five. They have t ball. Yeah, and it works all the way on up. They have. They play in the Cal Ripken League, so they don't play little league, which is just basically the 50-70 bases, which it's a good league too. And they start okay. travel teams nine, ten years old. Yeah. So the kids play rec and they play travel, and and they're they're doing that, you know, pretty much year round. You so, know, even in indoor facilities they have now, they're playing tournaments, you know, in the wintertime. So you guys are, are in like certain places like the Danbury Dome and stuff like that.
0: You're holding. get the plan. You're holding back lacrosse up there in Newtown a little bit, <laughs> <laughs>
2: keeping some kids. In that's baseball. why. <laughs> that's why they're not competing in the SWC, clearly. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, this this week, uh, we're not really sure when this interview is going to run yet. Yep. But you guys enter the poll at number ten this week. Um yep. You know, I think it was 82 runs in the last ten games. Plus, you guys scored nine more last night. So you, got, yeah. so you got 91 runs, that's math. 91 runs in 10 games, or 11 games. Yep. Um, what's been games, working so. with you guys hitting? Is it just, you know, is hitting just contagious, or is this a team that, that, that is built I think on slugging the ball? I think it is
1: contagious, and, it, and it, I think it is definitely contagious, you know. And I preach these guys, you know, to be aggressive early in the counts, you know, and basically put the ball in play and things happen. You know, when you put the pressure on the defense, you know, it. it it, it, we score runs, you know, and that, that's just baseball in a nutshell. You know, you you, you want to put the ball in play, pitchers want to throw strikes, you want to make the routine plays defensively. And that's what we, we press, but we got different guys stepping up every day. Like a kid like Tyler Stroli, um one of our players yesterday, he got his first time on the outfield, got three hits yesterday. Yeah. So I do believe it is, yeah. So I do believe it's contagious. I do. I you get- know, we're always picking each other up, and it's, it always seems like on, you know, day in, day out, it's somebody else, you know, having a big game for us.
0: Your pitching's been pretty good, too. Uh, who's been on the mound yeah. for you? Who's, who's been doing well for on the mound for you?
1: Uh, Connor Haywood has been our eighth. Yeah. Um, last year we lost a couple guys to college, uh, Orlando Swift and Kyle Roach. You know, So that was another thing this year going in. It's been a lot of young jokes. We knew we had talent, but you know with pitching, you never know day in and day out. And Connor was probably our fourth or fifth pitcher last year um, as a sophomore. He stepped it up this year, and he's been great through a one-hitter yesterday. He's been pretty dominant. You know, and we have Josh Taylor, who is our number two, um, and Sammy Smith is our number three. So we have guys like that, and they're all they're all juniors, you know. And then we have a couple seniors like Harry Lucas, who's been with our team a while, has gotten some spots started, done very well as, as well.
0: And what have you seen in the SWC, you know, what other teams have impressed you or, or players have impressed you that you've seen so far this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, every team battles. You know, every team battles. I know we have New Fairfield tomorrow, and I know they've been playing well. Yeah. Um of Fairfield, you know, um, I know they won the Class S Championship last year. Yeah. You know, um, they got a good squad. we got Bethel coming up in a couple weeks. I know they got Massa coming up, Weston. So, I mean, all these teams are ready to battle, yeah. you know. And they're competitive each and every game, I know Colby Cathedral gave us a real good game this year. and you Which ske- was see with, the, with their program.
0: And you've scheduled some tough teams. You got Seymour at the end of the year. You played Ridgefield. You played Ward. You played yeah. Hall. I mean, is that important for you uh, just to prepare for a state tournament? Is that why you're scheduling those games?
1: Oh, of course it is. I, I, I like scheduling. We got Glastonbury, which we got a Rained Apple. We're making them up soon. So oh, That's right. in the top as well.
0: Yeah. 10, <laughs>
1: It's great. I like to keep our guys with the, you know with a competitive schedule. So at the beginning of the year, when we still those non-conference games, I want to try to get you know the better of the teams.
2: Yeah. At the state. Now, last year, you guys made a run to the uh, double L quarters. Um, right. You ran into Ridgefield. Uh, this is a Ridgefield yeah. team that went to the finals, had a chance to win a state title. It was very it was a one nothing game, low scoring, which is kind of basically how right. Ridgefield played. Um, right. How was that experience for, you know, now you say all these guys, all these juniors now <clears throat> who are ready, but how important was that experience to make this run go up against a team like Ridgefield? Pretty sure you guys faced off against Matt DeLuca, if I'm correct. We did. Yeah. We did. And, he, I mean, he's he one great. of the best pitchers in the FCA, maybe one of the best pitchers in the state. So a one nothing yeah. game against him. And then, you know, how, how did that help? Was it kind of something that the, uh, the guys used in the off season as kind of a you know, a motivation yeah, makes, to like you know get them in the gym and get them to work out and get them to throw.
1: Yeah, I mean, our expectations, like I said, it, it was it was a tough loss. You know, it was a great game. You know, on both sides, it was it was a pitching duel with Kyle Roach and then and they, were, they were, you know they put they pitched very well, but yeah, it makes our kids The kids, you know, getting a taste of being at that level and being deep in the playoffs, and you know, we won the SWC championship two years ago, lost last year, so they had that you know taste of losing that which made them hungry and then going pretty far in the state tournament. So it makes them hungry this year. You know, going, going into the offseason, these guys are ready to work hard. And like I said, that's been our goal is to get right back to that, that, uh, that place again. Uh,
0: I know you run, uh, sh- shifting gears here a little bit, uh, you work or run uh, IST down in Norwalk. How yes. much does having access to IST, Bobby V's, in sport, how does that help these kids when they get into season? And, and do you see kids at a, playing at a higher level than when you were in high school? because of those places. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah, I see. I mean, these pla- all these places help. I mean, it's... it's th- These kids, I see them working out constantly. I mean, it's a kid like Chad Knight, I see working out all the time from Staples, down yeah. at our facility in Norwalk. You know, these kids are constantly, you know, lifting, lifting the weights right now, obviously. You know, all the hitting lessons they're doing, clinics they're doing. Um, and they're, they're working year-round. I mean, I, I think it's definitely good to play multiple sports. I'm a big guy on that, too. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, I mean, I... I use Todd Peterson who's got a scholarship to to UConn who's my shortstop. stop. I mean he plays basketball and our coach and I will learned the other day how after our game he's going to the gym to lift again. You know, these kids are just constantly working hard to get themselves better and I think all these facilities just help them. So the the
0: kids come in, they they have skills, their swings are obviously really good, all that stuff. Yep. Do you find, though, that you're having to teach aspects of the game uh, to them more nowadays? You know, teaching them how to cut off, how to bunt, how to do little things that maybe is lost when they're just kind of practicing in a cage all the time?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know what it is? I, I, we do see, we, you know, I, I call it the showcase player sometimes, Yeah, you know, where, you know, a lot of kids will just attend showcase, 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 and they're not really playing a lot of games. Right. You see that sometimes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in the youth levels, we're trying to get involved with that more and try to teach a lot of the fundamentals put that way. And usually, you know, when we do that, we see when they get to high school, they know more of the fundamentals in the games that way.
0: And you've you've been coaching Legion a long time. Are you still coaching Wilton yes. Legion? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I am still coaching uh, Wilton, yes. i my 21st year now.
0: Um, they obviously run their tournaments differently and everything. What about the way that uh, Legion runs their postseason tournaments? Do you, think, do you think any of that stuff could carry over to the CIAC and – and, and be implemented at all, or is it not possible in high school baseball?
1: Yeah, I think it could be implemented a little bit too, you know. I know I've listened to a few of you guys' podcasts, and I love you know what you guys are talking about in terms of, you know, about being able to coach these kids a little bit more throughout the year. Yeah. You know, which, which has been a big thing because I feel that, you know, having you know pitchers and catchers week, which is really not a lot of time, and then, you know, obviously with the weather up north, there's not a lot of time to, to get these kids working as, as a program. Yeah. H- you know, would, and I know a lot of folks feel
2: that way. How would that work for you specifically, since you coach at Newtown, yet and yep. you do, and you've done Legion ball for over twenty years in Wilton. If you were allowed right. to coach Newtown year-round, would you be able to coach the Wilton Legion team, or would that be something that you might have to give up?
1: What's that if, for now? You mean?
2: Well, if they if they change the rules and you were allowed to coach your team year-round,
1: right? That's a good question. You know, I, I have to think about that. You know. Okay. I'd have, to, I'd have to think about that. But I mean, it, it, I think it would be a benefit more. you
0: know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. With definitely in you know, all the coaches, you know, I, I just feel because I know like New York and Rhode Island, I've listened to guys' podcasts as well. But just knowing some coaches talking there, I mean, they have these kids year round they can do putts. And I think it just benefits them. Yeah. It uh, you, benefits the program as a whole. Uh,
0: we talked about you played for Tim Egan. Uh, what was the thing, and you, and you coached with him, what was the thing that you took from him the most uh, when you became a head coach of, up in Newtown?
1: Excuse me, I'm sorry. You say? I couldn't hear you on no,
0: that. What sorry. did you, when you, being around Tim Egan for so long as a player and a coach, what was the biggest thing that you took away from your time with him when you became a head coach up at Newtown?
1: Oh, Coach Egan? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, just the way he ran things, you know. He was, you know, he was a good coach. He, he taught me a lot. Just the way he ran his practices, um, you know, got the kids ready to play. You know, that, that's one of the biggest things I, I took for him. You know, his high energy practices, um, Always keeping the guys in their toe, and always, you know, preaching the little things, and and that's what I think in baseball too. That I, that I took a lot from him.
2: Yeah, you, you know, getting
1: bunt down stuff like that, getting thrown strikes, you know,
2: yeah, you executing
1: bunt little things like that, especially in the close games. Yeah, you got. That we worked gotta
2: a gotta lot when bumping. I was a wolf. You gotta yeah. love the bunting. Yeah. <laughs> yes you you were a, It's a little thing It is, it is uh, You were on the 95 uh, FCI championship team It took yeah. Wilton and, and then you assisted coach And then you were an assistant coach on the 2015 team It took you know right. 20 years later to win an FCI title right. What was so special about right. the 95 team that you were a part of And then the 2015 team that had guys like J.T. Moore And uh, Jackson Ward and, and players like that Henry Stramecki was playing as a sophomore on that team If I remember He any. was uh, oh, Alex my God, Ball, who was the shortstop? Oh, uh, Dylan. He was a freshman on Dylan that Dylan LaFerry. Yeah, Dylan yeah. LaFerry. He yeah. was at it's the University of Arkansas. Yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, that was a pretty special team to watch, if if I remember correctly. Very special
1: team. I mean, with guys that remind me a lot of my 95 team because we had, you know, we had J.T. Moore on the mound, good pitcher. We had uh, Jason Salvatore when I played and Jason Petrie. Uh, both guys played in college. And then we had, you know, obviously Jackson Ward. And on that team too, you had younger guys like Henry Sturmacki, Colin Cahall, who stepped up and did very well. And they did very well. Yeah. And that reminded me because we had a lot of Jason Petrie when I played at ninety-five. He was a freshman, you know, and I think he won eight or nine games on the mound that year. So. Did yeah, it, I mean, that's they're, they're very similar, but they're both a special team.
0: Yeah. Was it was did it feel the same as you were going through as a coach, or I mean, like did you see it start it to build the same way?
1: Yeah, it, it is. I mean, you see it coming. It's just, I, I told my coaches, my assistant coach, it's tougher when you're not playing. You know, you feel like you don't have as much control.
0: Right. You know, when you're
1: on the mound or you're in the bat or something like that. So it's a little bit different that way. Um, it's just a special thing as a coach, you know, it is. You know, it's it's, it's, it's a different feeling, but they're both, both special as a player and a coach.
2: You know, um, that year, and, and I, I, I feel like I have to ask this question considering that, you know, you you've won an FCAC title in, in numerous right. different positions. Is how am I going to put this? Where does winning an FCAC title fall in comparison to winning a state title? Because it feels like you know that 15 team. You guys really made yep. that push to win the FCAC title with the, with the doubleheader right. and the rain and going with JT. Oh yeah. on, and then you didn't have him in the state tournament.
1: Right. I mean, it was just, I mean, obviously you want to win both, but, you know, in the FCAC, you know, like the FCc now, I mean, I think they're both very special. You know, I think they're – you know, I remember how big it was, you know, winning it that year. And I do believe – I don't want to say the FCAC. It's more important to want to say championship, but it's right up there. Definitely. definitely. Is it because is
0: it you're playing those teams, you know, day in and day out? and Yeah. And also the fact that the state tournament is it's very hard to win and very random and you can run into so many aces when you're going through there. You have to be a little lucky to win a state tournament, don't you?
1: Oh oh god yeah. And and that's what it is too. I think you're playing you know, the like when they're like the SWC now, you're playing and you, get, you get you get rivalries with each other, you know? Yeah. Especially in the conferences. You're playing these kids, you know, kids are obviously there for four years. You get to know the players as a player. Um and as a coach, you get to know your opposition and, and you play some good games throughout the years and and it ended up getting down to that. And like you said, though, it's, it's tough when you get the rain outs and then you can run into somebody's face. That's what the beauty of baseball is, though.
0: And, and, you I, just never know. Yeah, I mean, I always thought of winning the FCI, I mean, obviously you want to win the States, of course. It's the biggest thing. But winning the FCI when you're a player yep. must have felt kind of like that. I mean, like, it must have been a great combination. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: I mean. Yeah, because not... when I was a player, we lost in 94 my junior year to uh, Trinity Catholic, and I remember how that felt. That was our goal after. We did it the year after. But, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big accomplishment. It definitely is. And you just never know. I mean, winning something that Coach Egan always talks about. Winning winning's tough. You yeah. know? Winning is tough at any sport, at any level, and you, you got to save those moments when you do win, you know?
0: So as a Wilton guy, is that why you're scheduling Ridgefield uh, on your regular season schedule? Do you just want to beat them? <laughs> If you can.
1: yeah, and that, that never goes away, rivalry, right? You know, yeah, I know. I know there's that rivalry there, but they're rich in sports tradition too. Yeah, it's fun playing them, you know? Oh, they're a great baseball definitely team. Fun yeah. We've had a couple of good games even last year. We had a uh, regular season game with our uh, Richfield too. It Was You know, we faced the kid Price who pitched very well, but it's, yeah. it's always fun to play those, those uh, big schools like that.
2: Yeah, no. For, I mean that that Ridgefield team last year had some pretty good pitching on it, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> they did, you know.
1: They uh-huh. did, and they were young a little bit last year. I mean, with Price, uh, excuse me, with Price graduating, they had was only in swing last year, you know. And it's, it's uh, it's it, they're, they're talented, definitely.
2: Yeah. All right, coach. I got, I got a, i am I'm gonna read you something, and you need to tell me where it's from. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. yep, yep. All right. <clears throat> When you move, the world slips away from your mind, and the strength slips into your life, and you are free. You are free, you are absolutely free, strong enough and sure enough to do anything.
1: How did you get that? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Pete does his research, man Pete <laughs> does his research
1: you uh, know, I know you did You found one of the kids' Twitter sites, didn't you? Yep <laughs> Yep Isn't that funny? Yeah, one of my kids when I was a was on that my year, yearbook
2: Yep, they posted it on Twitter It was a t- February oh,
1: 7th, 2017 and With my picture of my hair slipped back. right? Yeah, that's
2: it. a good look, Coach Yep
1: Oh, it's awful <laughs> Yeah, they. Say, I think that was Henry Stomecki, I said. I knew it. I <laughs> loved Henry. Henry they was one of my favorites. Or, or Billy... Ever or Billy Black? One
2: of the two. Oh, it's definitely one of them too. I can or college hall. I, I, I feel it. it. Yeah. Oh, Billy Black. They, they, showed, they
1: showed me that way back, and I was I was laughing. It was
0: funny. <laughs> that's the fun. <laughs> that's the fun you can have when you're an assistant
2: coach, right? That's, oh,
1: that's what's great about coaching. You know, you build the relationships with the kids. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, they were. So uh, that was a good stuff. group.
2: That was a good group. I remember awesome. uh, they were one of the first teams I got to cover when I worked down at the hour and. uh Pretty good starting rotation that year, if I remember correctly. It was something yeah. like an ERA of, like, yeah. under 1.5. Yeah, we forgot Billy Black. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Billy, Billy Black. Black. Yeah. He's playing in uh, the Ivies, right? He's at Columbia. Yeah, Columbia. Yeah. He's at Columbia. He's doing well. Yeah, him, Ward, Morin. They were uh, – that was a really good team. And, they, and so team. many guys all around the field. Great run. Yeah. That yeah. was a really good, a year good year for block. the FCA because you guys you guys won the FCX. Then you you lost to Norwalk in a pretty crazy game in the state tournament, if I remember correctly. He made – yeah,
1: and that – I don't know if you remember the catch. That the Reed, made. Re Singewald, yeah. they still remember it now. If they had a fence, that, was, that, that would have been a grand slam. If there was a fence, it would have been a grand slam, Yeah. <laughs> It, it was, would have been Harry Stable hit. I, I that was one of the. I mean, that took the you know the wind out of your sails there. But that was that was a great catch, and that was a game saving catch because that would have been a grand slam. Yeah,
2: so. and any other field that would have been gone. And then oh, Norwalk ends up running running the table to the FC, uh, to the double L semis. Staples was in the double right. L semis on the other side. Um, pretty yep. sure Norwalk lost to Amity. Staples won, and then Amity beat Staples in the finals. Right, right. that was a really good year. I think that's Really good year. That was a really, really good, good year. year. That, yeah. that And that Staples team was really good, too. I mean, that was even before Chad Knight. That was uh, Panzer. Yep. Uh, Kasparius was only a sophomore. Uh, yep. Panzer was only a junior. Yeah, they had a lot of good teams. That, that FCAC season was players. really good. Wh- where does the SWC, I guess, compare to the FCAC in terms of, like, straight-up talent? You know, we, we know – I mean, you know, you have a kid going to UConn. Uh, there's a couple of right. really good kids in the SWC. Massic's always, you know, a, a top-tier program throughout Massick the state.
1: Always does, always good. Where do where
2: do yeah, it, Where does it compare to uh, to uh, to the FCAC?
1: I think it's very similar. I do. You know, I know we played a Mac, because they have a couple kids going to Central Connecticut um, next year. Um, I know Stratford has a kid going to FCIAC. Yeah. So I think, like I said, each each team seems to have a few kids ready to play college ball. You yeah. know, so I think it's a very similar. It's a very similar.
0: Uh, yeah, Coach, I wanted to ask you, just going back a little bit, uh, you work with young kids, right, at uh, clinic. Right. Um, how are you looking for seven, eight, nine, 10-year-olds to progress every year in, in baseball, and, and what are you looking for at a young age, you know, for, for people that have uh, younger kids? Like, I, I have a 7-year-old baseball player. Like, what are you looking for right. them every year to do, and, and where, where are you looking for the
1: improvements? I'm just looking at to get the basic fundamentals, yeah. you know, at the young age, definitely, and have fun, you yeah. know. I think a lot of things that are, you know, I, I think that travel ball is definitely good, but I think, you know, some people, some towns can go a little crazy with it at a young age. Yeah. You know, with can kind of turn kids off. So I think the basic thing at that age is just let the kids play.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: teach them the fundamentals, but let them play. Yeah. You know, and, and teach you're... them how to be coachable, teach, teach them how to enjoy the game. Yeah, You know, and, and basically, you know, just basically learn the swing, learn the basic mechanics at a young age. I know I keep pressing it, because sometimes you do get kids at the eleven that don't have the basic fundamentals.
0: Right. And then when do you start focusing on little, you know, smaller things? Is that when they're 12, 13, about, you know, you know, perfecting the swing and kind of pulling in or going out the other way? Like, when does that stuff kick in?
1: Yeah, I think, you know what, once the kid gets his, his, his base down and his fundamentals, you can start working more. On the mental stuff and and working them more on we're you know hitting the ball the other way. Yeah. You know, so i pulling in the inside pitch. Um, I think you can even st- start talking about that at a younger level. Oh yeah. You know, just get an idea. Just get an idea of hey, this is what happens when I get my hips through. You know, when I load properly, when I keep my shoulder closed, and understanding that you know when you try to pull outside pitches, you're gonna get yourself in trouble. Yeah, when you learn to take it off that outside pitch and drive it to right field, but like I said, you got to get the base and the fundamentals down first. How important? But is I it? do think at the younger age you can start pressing that a little bit.
0: And this is a thing that we've talked to other coaches about too. But how important is it to get kids to watch baseball?
1: Very important. Yeah, I mean we tell our kids all the time, the young kids, you know, put the Xbox down for a little bit and just watch the game, and not just watch, you know, not just watch, you know, you who's know, we'll hitting the home runs, who it is, But if you're a catcher, watch how the guy's setting up, watch right. how he's blocking. Watch how the pitch sequences, the pitches are doing. You know, watch how the infielders are setting up and you know, just watch certain guys' approaches at the plate. You know, you, you gotta always tell guys to be a student of the game. All right now we're a lot of my kids doing the games.
0: Coach, we're gonna get to my favorite part, uh and Pete's favorite part. It's Pete's rapid fire. Uh he's just gonna fire right. fire a few questions at you and you just uh, the first answer Beautiful. that comes to your head you just, just shoot it out there.
1: Beautiful.
2: You ready to go? Yep. All right, here we go. What's better uh what was a better team the 95 FCX championship team or the 2015 FCX championship team?
1: Oh. <laughs> will start with a hard one. 95 cuz I was a
2: player. <laughs> That's right. Um has coach Egan taken it down a notch since you played for him and then coached with him?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, a little bit. A little, just, uh,
2: just a little bit.
1: Yeah, just a little bit.
2: All right, what's, uh, what's better, the SWC or the FCIAC? SWC. Ooh. <laughs> All right, who was your first win against? Who were your first two wins against?
1: From coaching? Yeah. Uh, Fairfield Ward and,
2: I believe, Brookfield? Staples. Staples. You, you started that's with how? two FCIAC teams. Three years ago, I can't remember, three years ago. Yeah, you started out with two FCIAC teams. And if I'm correct, that yes. was the Staples team that won the state championship.
1: Yeah, that's right. It was, yes. Yes, it was.
2: Congrats to that. Uh, last Thank one. You, um, you haven't yep. scheduled Wilton yet in your three years. Are you afraid to coach against Tim Egan?
1: <laughs> no, I would love to. <laughs> we're we're going to try to do that, definitely. Is there any if, reason why you guys I'll, haven't? It just
2: honest. hasn't worked out?
1: Just hasn't worked out yet, exactly. Yeah, because obviously we're at different conferences. Too, but I, we're going to try to do that too. I've even tried to do with uh, you know scrimmage, it, you know, once in a while. But it'd be fun, you know, because yeah. I coach a lot of those kids in the summertime. Exactly, you know. And I have just coaching Legion. We have Weston involved too, so it's kind of fun when we play Weston, you know, in our conference too, because I have a few of those kids we coach too. Mm-hmm. Me and my assistant coach Jeff Slane, who uh, you know coaches with me in Wilton, so the Wilton Weston Legion. So it's fun. But uh, yeah, that would be definitely something that I'd like to do.
2: Okay, and then we hey, actually we
1: can run into in the state tournament.
2: There it is, maybe. Uh, there's yeah, actually there one uh, one, uh, one more Scott brought it up to me uh, What has better yep. pizza, Newtown or Wilton? Newtown What's what's the best place?
1: Ooh. Okay,
2: I'm going to have to yeah, write that down tech,
1: Very good It's a little place, but it's very good
2: Okay, very well,
0: cool What was your go-to in Wilton, just to go to Norwalk and get pizza?
1: I used to go to Portofino's in, in Wilton I didn't Oh, there Furn- anymore. Okay. Yeah, Portofino's was great
0: You didn't cross the border to go to Letizia's over in Norwalk, I think? What's that? You didn't cross the border into Norwalk at Letizia's or Jordan's or any of those places?
1: No, I've never been though. Oh, Letizia, Letizia's, right? That's the one right on the yeah. Yeah. No, no, actually, I have been That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, Letizia's. That's my favorite spot.
1: Yeah, that's actually pretty good. It's a little place, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right,
0: it's like on the Norwalk Wilton border. It's great.
1: Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have been there. That was pretty good, too. Now that more I think about it. Maybe awesome. right where John's Best used to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, kind of in that same area, right. John's yep. Best. That's a throwback. <laughs> Yep. All right. Well listen, Coach, we really appreciate you coming on with us. Uh best of luck the rest of the season and uh, hopefully we'll see you out out on the diamond uh, eventually.
1: Definitely. Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate
2: it. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, Coach, and having fun. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye.
0: All right, we are back. I want to thank Coach Thoson for coming on. Uh, that was an awesome conversation. That was fun. As He's, as
2: they always are. He he was great when uh, when I brought up the senior quote. He uh he really got into that. I thought I thought he might be a little like, What the heck? But uh, it's the beauty of Twitter, man you can I think find he was, you know,
0: what the heck uh, Yeah, Pete <laughs> pulled up his yearbook quote from his senior year uh, Hey, we research here We're not just showing up uh, So listen, next week we're going to try to have something special Pete's going to tell you a little bit about it uh, He's playing DJ over there also But uh, <laughs> we're trying to do something a little different next week So I'm going to let Pete sort of tell you But we're, it's not totally set yet, so we're not sure
2: Yeah, we, we, we got um, come, A restaurant reached out to us About, you know, doing something with them uh, a lot of it is preliminary and, and a lot of talks, but hopefully, possibly, we could uh, we can you know get something. We want to bring something different to you guys, and uh, you know we hope that you guys will be excited for it. We'll have more. Hopefully, we'll be able to announce it before the show even gets started, um, before the show is even released. But um, you know we want to do something fun. We want to uh, to to bring the best show that we can for you guys. Also, and if you still are listening, we have. 10 game time ct hats i'm gonna post a pick of one and this is we're gonna do something this is two weeks away but <laughs> it's okay we, scott and i've been in the studio for like over two hours right now um this is the most we've ever spent <laughs> in the room but we have hats i want to give them away we want to do something crazy i don't know what we're gonna do yet we're coming in on 8,000 followers on instagram but i think this should be more of a high and tight thing maybe we'll bring you some trivia questions you know we'll We'll ask them on Twitter. Maybe we'll put a post up. I don't know. We got hats. We want to give them away. Let us know what you want us to do. Who wants a hat? These are special edition Game Time CT hats. Sorry, Julian, over at hand. These are not the baseball hats. These are more of the the laid-back kind of uh, snapback kind of hats. The the baseball caps, the New Era ones, are one of one. Uh, I own and made the only one, so shout out me. But there's a lot of things in the in, in the works right now. Um, you know, when we hit conference tournament time and state tournament time, we're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm excited. Um, you know, I just wanted to kind of say this. So, if you guys are still listening, you guys, you know, got some cool information that some people don't have. And uh,
0: when Pete gets back, we will be back here. Uh, we're gonna have that fun episode for you. We're gonna have some hats to give away, and it will be conference tournament time for Pete. <laughs> I'm Scott. <laughs> See ya
2: later. God save the queen.
0: You sound like you're from England.
2: (laughs) You have been listening to High and Tide on GameTimeCT.com.